Psalm 119. Um, it talks about, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. And um, in a lot of ways, that's what faith is. Because we can't see very far ahead. And oftentimes, we just see what's right in front of us. That's what a lamp does. And we have, and we trust in God for what's behind that, our our line of sight and what we can see. And so this year, uh, for us, it felt like uh, we had to make decisions on what we could see, trusting God for what was beyond that. Uh, at the beginning of this year, to come to America, we had to give up our home, and. Uh, it was very difficult because uh, it was uh, we uh, we stayed in the same house in New Zealand for six years. That's the longest uh, my wife and I stayed in a place since our since we got married in 19 years. By the way, we didn't tell you, but it was our anniversary this week. So, ha <laughs> <laughs> ah, ha! I told you! I told you! Ah. <laughs> uh, so we, we tried everything we could think of to try to keep the house, uh, try to get someone to rent it for, uh, in, in our stead, uh, subletting, all that kind of stuff, try to find friends who could watch it. Even our landlord was looking for people, and it just didn't work out. So, but said, well, but God provided us a way, so we're going to go on furlough, so we take that step of faith. And so, <laughs> in a lot of ways, it's, it's that following that lamp and that step in front of you, but when you're in that moment, it feels like you're jumping out of an airplane, and you don't, know, you don't know if your parachute's going to work. That's what faith feels like sometimes. And so that's where we've been this year. <laughs> um, and I, I say that um, because I probably should have better faith and trust. Uh, but, but, you know, we're humans. And so th- there we were, just trusting God, you know. And as the years go, and as, you know, the months are ticking by, you know, we're getting, it feels like we're getting closer to the ground. So it's okay, God, any time now, right? Um, so uh, our t- we had two, uh, well, we have many prayer requests, but we had two main prayer requests that we had been asking churches to pray for, and we've been in over 50 at this point, and we mentioned in every single church, uh, even in this one, when we were here back in May, I believe it was. Um, and the two prayer requests was that God would provide the money for our return tickets, um, and that we would find them for a decent price, um, and that we would be able to find housing so when we go back to New Zealand, we, would, uh, we wouldn't have to spend weeks or months trying to find a house. And, uh, and so what you know through... And, 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 and there, are, there are so many things I can, I can list, and, and so many people I could say thank you to. Um, even to, to the van we're driving today, the very clothes we're wearing. Because of the faithfulness of God's people. Thank you for this church, even specifically, when uh, uh, my brother Ryan held that meeting for us. Raised, uh, I think by the time it all uh, came all that money that had come in, even previously and after, I think it was over $13,000 had come in. 
I believe the check ended up being for 12000 but some had come before. Um, we were able to purchase our tickets. And the tickets cost uh, just about 10, uh, 10, over $10,000 for our tickets, which is more than we wanted to spend, but it was less than what it had been, and it was we had to kind of pull the trigger there. But God provided those funds for us. Um, just in the last uh, week, just in the last week, we were able to secure housing for us in New Zealand. So grateful. So grateful. Uh, it turns out I was looking for the parachute the whole time. But here was God's people. Holding the rope for us. So grateful. Um, and uh, we'll be uh, heading back, flying out January the 28th. And uh, we want to get back before February, because in February, we have an event at our church very similar to what you guys did last night. We have an event on our church property, and we invite the community to come out. Um, and let me encourage you, uh, man, keep doing that nativity. I know, I know, you, I know it's easy to, to uh, critique and, 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 and look at things in a negative light, but... Uh, let me tell you, uh, th- what you did was was great. It was awesome, because because uh, every time uh, cars would drive by, they're seeing what's happening here. They're saying, "Man, there's something that happened here," uh, and what's going to happen is eventually someone's going to drive by enough times and going to say, "I, I got to see what's going on there." Uh, I say that because that's what happened at our church in New Zealand. Uh, just through through us being consistent and, and doing doing this year after year, um, we we had a, a lady join our church. Uh, and, and, and you say you just had one person. Man, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, and, 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 through, and through that, this lady joined our church. By the way, she, I, I believe I shared this with you. She, she, she came to the, the, this event at our church because God had blown a, blown a track in the wind and it landed near her feet. You know, so she came to our church in that, in that first year. She brought her two young daughters, age 8, 9, and 10. And guess what? They got saved. Because we held an event on our church property. We found out in August, just this past year, our church in New Zealand had six people baptized. Now that's a big number, that's a huge number for us. Like, unheard of number of people baptized. Two of the people that got baptized were those two young girls who her mom found a track on the ground that the wind blew, and she came to our church event and decided to come to our church. God is good. Now, I've uh, known your pastor <laughs> for all his life, most of mine. Um, there was a time when, um, when we were younger, I, th- I believe your pastor was about Wyatt's age, and uh, we come from a big family, it's certainly uh, on both my mom and dad's side, but on my dad's side in particular, there was a wedding. My Uncle Dave was getting married. And, uh, and you're, you're, if you want to know what your pastor was like at Wyatt's age, follow Wyatt around. <laughs> right? This, this, this clearing the air, right? Um, two things I remember about that event. 
Uh, one is there was a, a uh, there was an Elvis song playing. I forget what it was, um, but over in the corner was you know you know picture Wyatt in your mind, but as Pastor Daniel with the microphone and. And, and I don't know how he did it, but he had his, his leg thing doing this. <laughs> I, I, don't know, I don't know what that is. But he had it down pretty well. In fact, he could probably still do it today if you ask him. Uh, uh, maybe wait till we leave. That'll be even better. Um, <laughs> but probably even better than that, I remember about that day, is, uh, is during the, 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 the first dance between the husband and man what a special time that is right i mean you 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 go through an engagement and all those things and you get married and you finally have that first dance and uh, you know what your pastor did he he cut in on that dance <laughs> and they were so gracious and, and they went along with it it was such such such, such fun times um, now if you really want to know about your pastor and dancing you need to talk to Joe Hicks. And so I'll just leave that there. But next time you see Joe Hicks, you have something you can talk about. Um, I, I love Christmas time. I love Christmas time. And uh, uh, it's one of my favorite times of the year. We, of course, I have lots of memories from Christmas. There was one year, uh, me and... Uh, Ryan and Daniel, we decided to make a Christmas, uh, it was a, at the time, a cassette tape, right, for, for our mom and dad, and so, um, uh, and so we were at our house there in Westland, we were trying to think of a way, how are we going to give it to them, right, we wanted to, we wanted to be unique in, in things, and so, um, so, uh, was it you or Ryan that went out the window? Yeah, so, so, it was Elvis, <laughs> it was Elvis. so it was, like early Christmas morning, and so we said, we, usually we needed something done, we send Daniel to do it. That's what it was. And so, so Daniel went to the second story of the house, climbed out the window, and somehow shimmied his way down, and came to the door and knocked on the door, and then he ran back. So mom, mom or dad answered the door, and uh, it's like, what? What's, what's going on? There's nobody there, right? Look around. He looked down, and you see the skiff, and it's like, oh, what's that? Was that what it is? I don't forget what we did. And they... Uh, and it was this this uh, this this tape that we had made for them, um, you know. Of course, you know this time of year we we mark times that we've celebrated with those we've held most precious, right? Uh, uh, we are probably going to do this again this year, but but this was specific when we go to now. My my grandma had passed away this year, but when we go to the Gunther side, uh, and when it was time for open the gifts, uh, when they pass the gifts out, we would always hold the gifts and not open them until. But yeah. we, all had the, we all had the gifts to get at the same time. And then we look at each other and like give the acknowledgement and then we'd open it and it would be all the same sweater, right? <laughs> so we, you learn from them, you know, things you learn. Um, this, that may or may not happen this year. I mean, we'll, we'll see, right? Um, of course, uh, how about the food? We love the food this time of year, right? Uh, ham, mashed potatoes, gravy. Cucumbers and ranch with some onions in there, right? Green bean casserole. Uh, my wife, my wife's family does on Christmas Eve has a tradition of uh, doing Mexican food on on Christmas Eve, 
We, oh yeah, amen, Brother Tony. Hey, we, we, we adopted that in New Zealand, so every Christmas, hey, if you're not busy Christmas Eve, uh, not this year, next year, come visit us in New Zealand. We'll have some Mexican food. Um, uh, of course, my, my mom makes this wonderful avocado dip. Mm, good stuff. Um, and, uh, but what, one of my favorite things to do is, is, and I love having, is our Christmas tree. And, uh, you know, usually about July, I'm bugging my wife, is it time yet? Um, but she's like, no. I said, okay, um, be respectful to my wife. You know, then August, is it time yet? No, it's not time yet. Uh, so, but we, uh, what time did we get it up this year? It was late this year. I know, it was like. Last year you made me do it like November 1st. Yeah, and so it was like. I know, I feel like a Scrooge. I, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> right? Well, when I'm thinking about a Christmas tree, you got, you got the branches, right? It's teeming with life, unless you got the plastic ones, right? <laughs> but it, it appears to be teeming with life, right? You have the decorations, the, the ornaments, the, uh, you know, all shapes and sizes, uh, you know, maybe some special ones with, with different meanings, uh, right? And, and, and lights surrounding it. Uh, right, whether clear or colored, you know, uh, blinking, some staying on, uh, or so, some people. I, I've always had the vision of wanting to have lots of lights on the outside of my house. I've not been able to do that. Uh, may, uh, maybe at some point I will be able to, but I always like that. Or of course, on the top of a, of, of a tree is either a star or an angel or something put on top, uh, right, standing proud. And of course, under the tree is the, is the presence, right? carefully wrapped in special packages, some uh, containing the hopes and dreams of children, right? <laughs> and some adults. <laughs> uh, you know, when it comes to the Christmas tree, many aspects uh, remind me of what the Bible says. Right? We have the branches, right, of Jesus. And Isaiah chapter 11 says, And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his root. Speaking of Jesus Christ, by the way, it's the prophecy of a coming Messiah. Uh, also, it's I think about the branches. I think about our relationship with God. John fifteen five says, "I am the vine; ye are the branches." Right, and so we we have that relationship with God uh, connected because we are connected as Christians to the root of Christ. Just that the branches cannot survive without being attached to the root, so we as Christians cannot survive without being attached to Christ. In New Zealand, uh, typically, they uh, just take one branch. It would be a typical New Zealand celebration and then decorate that. Um, of course, the decorations, I, I think of uh, that, that heavenly city, New Jerusalem, and the description that God, that, that God gives of that in Revelation 21. He says, And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Then all the jewels and the gates and the things described in meticulous detail of the beauty of that city that is there. John's describing a real place there in Revelation 21. Think about the lights. Uh, uh, God has described it. He's, he's called the, the Father of Lights in uh, uh, um, James 1.17. Uh, right? Uh, Genesis 1.3 says, let, God said, let there be light. And there was light because God himself is the very creator of light. Uh, and 1 John 1, 5 says, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare to you that God is light. And in him is no darkness at all. Not only did God create the light, not only is he the father of lights, but he himself is composed of light. Think about the star. 
You know, I think about the angels that proclaim Christ's coming. We see this in the Christmas story, and I enjoyed hearing that uh, Christmas story being read over and over again last night. What a blessing that was. How awesome that was to have that video and all the church people reading that. that I love that. That was awesome. Amen. Think about the presence. Jesus Christ, that greatest gift of all. For God so loved the world that he gave. All right? For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through yeah. Jesus Christ our Lord. Good, so that was my introduction. <laughs> I title this message as this, and I'll be quick, I promise. The fate of man at the foot of a tree. Number one, mankind was plunged into sin at the foot of of a tree. Turn to Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3. The Bible says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Hey, man had it good. They had everything taken care of. Everything they needed was there. All their, their, their food, their health, everything was perfect. God himself even walked there with them. They were literally in paradise. Man was given one prohibition. Just one thing. It's like, come on, Adam. We had it good. And yet, man was, as mankind was plunged into sin by a choice. Romans 5.12 says this, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. So because of that one choice by Adam to partake of the tree that God had forbidden, it plunged all of us into sin. Therefore, we are all sinners. Even if by some chance in your life, you can look back and say, I have not committed any sins in my life. You are still a sinner by nature. So God condemns man. He kicks him out of the garden, curses the serpent, proclaims a promise of a seed of the woman that would conquer that servant. Fast forward 4,000 years. And that seed would be born in Jesus Christ. See, Jesus and his death and his resurrection would give man another choice to believe. That brings me to point number two. Point one is mankind is plunged into sin at the foot of a tree. Number two, mankind is saved from sin at the foot of a tree. Of a tree. First Peter chapter 2, verse 24 says, Who in his own self, speaking of Jesus Christ, says, Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, speaking of the cross, that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. Book of Mark chapter 15, when, it's, uh, when it comes to the point for Jesus to be crucified on the cross, and Mark 15, 25 says this, and, 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 uh, uh, and I, I'm 
awed by the language that is in the Scripture. And, and I feel that as Mark is, is describing everything that's coming to, the, to, to that happens to Jesus when he comes to the cross and the, the horrific acts that, that is there, the only thing he could think to describe it is this way. And it was the third hour and they crucified him. No, no, we don't need a, a big soliloquy. We don't need the, the, the horrific thing that was happening to Christ was the, the thing that he wrote down. They crucified him. And it was all on that cross. Jesus Christ literally took on himself our sins in his own body on that tree, speaking of the cross. Romans 5.19 says this, For as by one man's, speaking of Adam's, disobedience, many were all made sinners. That's speaking of us. So by the obedience of one, Jesus Christ, shall many be made righteous, those who accept salvation. You see, just as man was plunged into sin by choice, man can be saved by a choice. Romans 10 says this, But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon upon the name of the Lord, shall be saved. At the foot of a tree, because Jesus Christ died, we can be saved. When I see that Christmas tree, I'm reminded. I'm reminded of that choice that Adam made because of that forbidden fruit that he partook of. And I'm reminded that it was because that second Adam, Jesus Christ, gave his own life on a tree, took upon us the sin, our sin. You say, Brother Tim, I don't, you don't know how bad I've been. You're right, but Jesus did, and he took that, and he took that upon himself, and he nailed it to that tree so that we could be saved. And that is, that is the gift. That's the present. That is what, when, when God says, for, by, uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That's the gift. Yeah. It's Jesus Christ. And just like all gifts, they have to be accepted. You have to accept it. You can reject it. You can reject that gift. Or you can accept it. Accepted by faith. That is the gift of salvation at the foot of a tree, the foot of the cross, because that's where Christ paid our debt. Have you accepted this gift today? Have you accepted that? Let me tell you, I know, I, I know most people here are saved. Most people here have accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior. But boy, maybe you're here this morning and you have never accepted that gift. Let me tell you, today would be a good day to accept that. What a, what a great time of the year Amen. to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. Amen. To realize that you have a sin nature that needs to be atoned for. 
And to, and to realize that, that sin nature, no matter how much we try, you cannot cover the cost. But Jesus Christ on the tree, on that cross, covered it all. Covered it all. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity that we could be here this morning. I pray you bless this time of invitation.